I'm Jack Kennedy, and we're here to bring you the latest in MMA. My name is Hunter Boss, and what the boss says goes. What is up, everyone? My name is Keaton McNamara, and you already know what time it is. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the MMA Island Podcast. I am Jack Kennedy alongside Keelan McNamara and Hunter Boss. And today, we have a very, very special episode. Biggest fight card of the year. UFC 276 is this Saturday. So, we decided that because this fight card could basically be two fight nights in its own, we're just going to predict the whole thing. So, this is a prediction-only episode, prediction special on this episode of the MMA Island Podcast. We're going to go through every single fight, and we're also going to go rapid fire. So for the prelims, early prelims and regular prelims, we only have 30 seconds to explain our pick or move on for the main card a minute. And that's where it's going to get challenging is the main card for a minute. Um, to make sure we stay in those boundaries, Hunter is going to be our timer man, and he's going to yell at us or himself if we go over. Um, with that, let's just go ahead and get started into it. Starting off the night, we have Jessica Rose Clark versus Julia Storyolenko. Hunter, who wins that? Uh, I have Jessica Rose Clark winning because I can pronounce her name and I haven't heard of either <laughs> of the two fighters. So I've got Jessica Rose Clark. I also have Jessica Rose Clark. I think this is a banging way to kick off the card. Two women who are in a really good place right now. I think they both look rock solid. But Jessica Rose Clark, I favor a little bit more. I think she's slightly more well-rounded. I see her getting a decision to kick off the card. And yeah, over to you, Jack. I got Storyolenko, sub- Round three, mixed it up a little bit. I love the last name. I think she's going to be tough. Go out there. Jessica Rose Clark can be up and down. So my prediction is Julia Storyolenko submission round three. Okay, moving on. Jessica I versus Macy Barber. Hunter, who do you got? I've got Macy Barber. I think she was supposed to be the next big thing for that division. Uh, she got two more losses uh, before she reached stardom. Um, but I still think she's a fantastic fighter, and I think she's better than uh, – than I. So I got I got uh, Macy Barber winning. This is where me and Hunter disagree. I think Ooh. Jessica I does win. Even though I'm a big fan of Macy Barber, you guys know that. Her last couple of wins, she's really lucked out on a couple of decisions that arguably should have gone against her. I think this is where her luck ends. I think Jessica I gets back on her winning streak. I see another decision in this fight. I think Jessica I gets a unanimous decision. And Macy Barber's got to do some work back up again. Jack, to you. Like it. Uh, I'm going to go with Hunter. I like Barber in this fight. Uh, I just think she's the better fighter overall. I think Jessica I had a time, and I don't think her time is now. I think Macy Barber is not going to be a championship-level fighter. However, I do think she is a top-level fighter, and I think she'll get it done over Jessica I. Also, real quick, ridiculous that that fight is the second early prelim on the card, and the next fight is also ridiculous that it is an early prelim, and that fight is Uriah Hall versus Andre Muniz. Hunter, who wins it? This is a tough one, guys. I think Andre Munez wins this fight because I think he's I think he's going to be the next big grappler down at yeah. middleweight. I think he's fantastic. He's crafty submission artist. And honestly, you and I both know Uriah Hall has seen his better days, and he's just not looking like himself, and it's not looking like what he should be. So I'm going Andre Munez by submission. Yeah. 
Yeah, I also think Andre Muniz is going to win this fight. Um, I mean, look, I'm a massive Uriah Hall fan. I always wish the guy well. And even though we're journalists, I always like seeing him win. I just think he's a really good guy. However, he's in a division full of sharks, and I don't know if he's big enough to eat the others. Andre Muniz is a demon when it comes to grappling. You know, his last fight, I think he nearly broke Eric Anders' arm, if not actually doing so. I think Andre Muniz gets it done. I think he gets another win, and it's on to the next. Oh, beautifully timed. All right, now I got to go. Uh, I agree with you. This is the first one, guys. First one tonight. We're all across the board agreeing. Uh, I got Muniz. However, I'm going to go with knockout round one. I think he's going to bait with the submission, show his power, uh, catch Uriah Hall off guard, because we know what the game plan is for Muniz, right? Mix it up, show that he's got tremendous potential, and no better card to do it than this one. Okay, real quick, before we transition to the actual prelims, we're done with the early prelims, I want to make a, a uh, an official gentleman's agreement with you guys. We, we had talked about this on the last podcast, right? So we should have one winner. We're going to, let's tally up the records, right? If you guys agree to this, of course, tally up the records and the winner has to get, or the losers, right? Have to post an Instagram story saying how the winner knows more about MMA than them uh, and write and write like a nice length, uh, you know, theory or, or just like compliments for the person. So I'm down to, I'm down to shake on that. If you guys are. Are we good? We're doing it. All right. It's made official on the MMA Island podcast. I don't know if we have an accord. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Oh, by the way, guys, my last name spelled with one S, not two. Just <laughs> throw back to the first time it was Hunter Bose. My bad. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways. All right. Prelim time. That Those are the early prelims, guys. Now it is regular prelim time and we are getting kicked off with a banger and Brad, Brad Tavares versus Driscus Duplessis. Um, Hunter, who wins that fight? I've got my, one of the biggest upsets of the night. I think Brad Tavares. I wow. This one, I think okay. Brad Tavares is heavily slept on as a striker and his boxing is really crisp and he's a really good three round fighter. He knows exactly how much gas to use and exactly when to use it. And he's been in the game forever He's only lost to Israel Adesanya, Robert Whitaker, and Ed- Edmund Shabazi in the last seven years. So, for that reason, I got uh, – well, you already know. Uh, <laughs> I can't get the name down. The, the time is getting me ah! – <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, all right? Uh, yeah. Brad Tavares. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, I have time by, like, three seconds. Wow. Wow. Whoa. Wow. This this is is the time penalty. Time penalty. <laughs> This is such a sick fight that almost doesn't belong in the prelims. Brad Tavares is a dog. He's one of, you know, he is one of our favorite fighters to watch, but I think he's going to get absolutely mauled by Dreykus Tuplasis. Dreykus is one of the up-and-coming fighters at middleweight. You guys have heard me wax lyrical about him for six or seven months now. Kelvin Gastelum wanted nothing to do with him, and they, they couldn't find an opponent who would take him on to be a replacement. Dreykus Duplessis gets it done. Wow, love it. And Hunter, I completely disagree. With, this is so fun. This is why you were hyping up Brad Tavares before we came on. Um, look, I'm going Dreykus Duplessis. Knockout round one. That is my official prediction. I think they're these are two guys that have so much power and like to throw, but Duplessis is the future, and I love him. And I think he's a great fighter. I think this is gonna be fireworks. There's a reason they put this as the first official prelim. By the way, all this again. This is why I said it could be a fight night. It's ridiculous, but there's a reason they put this as the first prelim to get everybody hyped up. Uh, Brad Tavares is very good, but not as good as the future. That's what I gotta say. All right, next fight we are going to Ian Gary versus Gabe. Green again, a ridiculous fight for the second official prelim. Hunter, 
Who you got? Guys, I think Ian Gary is going to get his first loss on his record. I think Gabe Green is too durable. I think his wrestling is too insane. Everyone's sleeping on Gabe Green. I think Gabe Green has what it takes to get it done and more. We will see Gabe Green in the rankings in the future. Boom. Gabe Green by, I'm going to go round two submission. Ooh. Whoa. Very interesting from the boss man himself. Um, yeah, this is a very intriguing fight. Ian Gary is under a lot of pressure to deliver after his last win, which was less than spectacular. Let's put it that way. And Gabe Green isn't the kind of fighter you want to fight when you're under that kind of pressure. Now, I disagree with my colleague, Mr. Boss. I do think Ian Gary's going to win, but I think it's going to be a very boring decision. He's under a lot of pressure to win. I do think he gets it done, but it's not going to be exciting. Jack? Yeah, that's that's good. Um, I like, where you're, I like where your head is at, Hunter. I like where your head is at. However, Keelan, I agree with you. Um, but I kind of mix what's going on. I think Gabe Green is going to dominate for two rounds. I think he's going to get two clear round one and round two. And then I think in round three, Ian Gary's going to wake up, land a big one, and knock him out in round three. So my prediction is Ian Gary, KO, round three, back-to-back knockouts to start off the night on the early prelims. So really good. Let's transition to... An OG fight, if there is ever is one, in Jim Miller versus Donald Cerrone. Again, on the prelims, how? We don't know. Hunter, what is your prediction for this fight? Jim Miller all day. Come on. Cowboy's been losing, and he's getting old. Jim Miller is getting old, and he is winning. It is simple as that. I think the, the fellas in elementary school call it PEMDAS, so Jim Miller <laughs> by uh, unanimous decision. Oh, man, if 2013 was a fight, this is it, ladies and gentlemen. You want a throwback, you've got it right here. You know, just a legendary fight overall. Two of the best, um, well, two of the most fan-friendly fighters we've ever seen and ever will. I agree with Hunter. I do think Jim Miller will win. Much as I love Donald Cerrone, you know, anytime he's been in the octagon recently, he just doesn't show any sign of winning. Jim Miller's keeping the train going. I think he gets a second-round knockout over the Cowboy. And it is what it is to you, Jack. Again, another one we all agree on. I'm going Jim Miller here as well. I think Jim Miller is a guy who said he wants to fight to UFC 300. So he could be the first guy to fight to UFC 100, 200, and 300. And I believe him. He keeps winning and winning and winning. As much as I love Donald Cerrone, I do think his time is up. And I think Jim Miller, honestly, his time is up too. But he keeps winning. So keep him going. Jim Miller by decision. And I agree with you guys. Okay. So. For the main prelim, it is another banger of a fight. And Brad Riddell versus Jalen Turner. Hunter, who wins this going into the main card? Jalen Turner is going to be winning this. The tarantula strikes back. Uh, He's got, like, I think four finishes in a row right now. Uh, He's looking on fire. And for lightweight, he is extremely tall and extremely athletic. I think Brad Riddell is extremely technical in every strike he throws. And there's never any wasted energy on his end. But Jalen Turner is just simply too big, too strong, and too fast. Jalen Turner by knockout round three. Yeah, I really like where Hunter's head's out with that, and I do tend to agree as well. I mean, I'm a big Brad Riddell fan. I know both you guys are as well. But, you know, Jalen Turner is just so big and so powerful for that weight class. It's really hard to lean against him. And the guy has got cannons for hands as well, it has to be said. I see... In fact, you know what? I'm going to agree with Hunter. Third round knockout for Jalen Turner. I think he's going to get it done. I think Riddell's going to rush in, get caught, and it's on to the next for the tarantula. 
I'm surprised by this. I, I'm leaning the other way. I think Brad Riddell, and I'm pretty confident about this one too, guys. I'm, I'm pre- I like this pick for me. I think Brad Riddell is very well-rounded. I think he's got great takedowns, and he's got hands of stone as well. Jalen Turner hits hard, but Brad Riddell hits people too. Um, so I think he mixes it in. I think he might. T- I think he tires out uh, Jalen Turner a little bit. I'm going to go knockout round three for Brad Riddell. Uh, not that Jalen Turner is a, a bad fighter, but I think they're very close match. I'm going Brad Riddell for me. Okay, guys, you know what time it is. It is time main for card, the, baby. the main Let's go. card. Um, I'm just so excited. I, this, I, you keep going through the fight card. It gets better and better. But now we've reached what you pay for or stream illegally. This is the main <laughs> card. Um, and it gets kicked off with an absolute banger. Sean O'Malley versus ranked Pedro oh. Munoz. Hunter, I think we know, but who do you have? Sean O'Malley, next. <laughs> yeah, same as Hunter, Sean O'Malley. Um, I like Pedro Munoz a lot, big fan of Pedro, but I think Sean's just going to absolutely walk through him. He's too fast, too quick, too powerful. Yeah. Pedro's going to try and fight like Cody Garbrandt and swing for the fences. Sean O'Malley has a brain, unlike Cody. He's going to swing. Sean isn't going to be there, and Sean is going to absolutely flatten him. I, I, I could see easily a first or a second round knockout for Sean O'Malley. Take your pick over which one. But either way, at the end of the day, the result is the result, and the guy from the 70s show keeps his streak of bantamweight <laughs> running. Sean O'Malley, on to the next one for the Sugar Show. Okay, guys, so hear me out whenever I say this, right? Oh, here we go. No, I'm joking. I got Sean O'Malley. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> no, I love Pedro Munoz, but just stylistically, this is a disaster for him. I'm going to go a step further as well, and I believe – I'm sure, I bet Hunter will agree with me at least. Uh, I think and, – and, and Keelan too probably, but I got uh, – I think he'll knock him out. I think he'll be the first person to finish Pedro Munoz as well. You don't think so? Okay, interesting. Really? If he, anything, he's going to submit him. Really? Okay, interesting. Wow. But I think I think we'll knock him out in round three. I think he's just going to pick him apart, you know, play basketball with him, all that, and uh, and finish him in round three. Um, okay, so first Friday night's done, right? Four more on the main card, and we have one of the baddest to ever do it, Robbie Lawler versus an absolute banger in his own right, Brian Barberena. Uh, Hunter, who wins this one? I'm going to go with Brian Barberena on this one. Um, and it's no disrespect to Robbie Lawler. I love Robbie Lawler. He's probably, if we had a favorite fighters episode. Oh yeah. Top oh, three, yeah. top three favorite fighter of all time. But I think Brian Barberina has been looking good guys and he has some tough competition. So those losses on his record, I would put an asterisk next to it because five of them are by decision. They were close fights and Brian Barberina has got hands too, guys. He's got knockout power beyond belief. He's got fight of the year written all over him. Yeah, hell, he got nominated for fight of the year like almost every year. So, Brian, Brian Barberina, I'm going to go by unanimous decision. Yeah, um, I, you guys know how much I love Robbie Lawler. There is no debate about this. And I am going to go for Brian Barberina, but not because of his recent record, because I think, quite frankly, he lost clearly to Matt Brown. Um, I know that's a debatable thing, but for me, Matt Brown won two of those three rounds clearly, but it is what it is. The reason I'm going with Brian Barberina is that Robbie doesn't throw enough. It's that simple. He does not throw anything enough to actually beat his opponent anymore. And it's both sad and infuriating at the same time, but we deal with what we can deal with. 
And I think Brian Barberini is going to win this fight just based on activity and actually throwing things. I don't think he's going to knock Robbie out, and I certainly don't think he's going to put him away. I think it'll be a decision based on activity, but nothing more. That said, this is one fight I pray to the gods of our sport that I hope I'm wrong, and I hope Robbie Lawler comes out and absolutely crushes him with the first strike he throws. But Brian Barberini will win, and yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, you know what, honestly, I think this this the last fight for Robbie kind of brought him back a little bit because the, the Nick Diaz fight because that was not the Robbie that we had been seeing in recent years. That guy was out there throwing the combined strikes in that fight that they both threw was ridiculous. They were going at it nonstop. So I'm hoping that kind of brings him back a little bit. That being said, I'm going Brian Barberena as well. Um, mainly just because I think he's the younger, fresher fighter. You know, I I think he is that. Uh, he. Honestly, they're kind of similar style, which is why I am excited for this fight. And maybe a sleeper fight of the night, um, because I think they hopefully will just start throwing. But Barbarena, I think if he even if he drops the first round, will win the second and third just based off of his chin. And, and also, like Keelan said, activity, he does just keep going forward. So I agree with you guys. Uh, another one all the way through. Brian Barbarena uh, is where I'm leaning. OK, so on to the next fight. And this one is ridiculous that, that oh. Alex Pereira could get a title shot off of this is insane. And Sean Strickland's trying to stop him. Sean Strickland, Alex Pereira, uh, Hunter, who wins it? If anyone has been listening to the podcast for the last month, there's only one answer for me. Mm-hmm. And that is Sean Strickland. I really do believe Sean Strickland is a lot better than he sounds. Okay. Cause he, <laughs> he, he sounds like a jackass, but I swear he's a really good fighter. So I think uh, his volume is going to be too much. He's been fighting five-round fights. This is his first three-round fight in a while, and I think he's going to make the most of it. It's going to be like some Max Holloway type of shit we're going to see from Sean Strickland this time around. He's going to be breaking striking uh, records in three-round middleweight fights. I think his chin is so criminally underrated. Everyone's hyping Alex Pereira up, and for right reason. But honestly, if Sean Strickland wanted to, I think he can win it literally anywhere he wants, on the ground, yeah. on the feet, anywhere. I think he's too good at managing distance, and that's going to be the problem for Alex Pereira. So I got Sean Strickland winning by unit. This is going to be a very controversial pick for me because you guys know Alex Pereira is my middleweight pick, but I'm going with Sean Strickland as really? well. Wow. And, I'm, and I'm going for Sean Strickland based off of Alex Pereira's last fight against Bruno Silva. And I have to say, I was really unimpressed. I mean, I, there was a mightily strong argument Bruno Silva won that fight. And Bruno Silva is a less good version of Sean Strickland. He has the same skill set. That makes me think, if Alex Pereira struggles against Bruno Silva, what will Sean Strickland do? And we're going to get the answer to that on Saturday night. And I think Sean Strickland is just going to punch him around the octagon. I don't know if Sean Strickland will finish him. I think Pereira is a bit too tough to be finished. But I think it's going to be one of them where Sean Strickland basically punches him around the octagon in volume, clinches, and then does really damaging wrestling work. Uh, pretty much what Hunter said, I have to agree with him on that. I'd like to see Pereira win, but Sean Strickland wins this, and he gets his title shot next. Yeah, um, I'm surprised that Keelan picked uh, Sean Strickland there, but I am I, I have been high on Sean Strickland as far as that goes. But really, I mean, I don't think he's going to win a championship or anything, but he is a very solid fighter all the way around. So well, well-rounded is the key word here because 
A fighter who is not well-rounded at all is Alex Pereira. We have seen he has clear weaknesses in the many points of his game, except for kickboxing. Why he keeps winning is because he's he knocked out Israel Adesanya. That's all you need to say. He's ridiculous. Um, but I have really, really not been impressed with Alex Pereira. In fact, the only reason he's getting this fight is because of the Izzy fights and, and, and kickboxing. And, and that's not even a conspiracy to say. That's the truth. That's the only reason he's getting this fight right now. Is if he's just a random guy that comes in, you're like, that guy might not even really be UFC material like right now. Like he's, he is not well-rounded at all. He's ridiculous on the feet. I mean, ridiculous on the feet. But wrestling and grappling-wise, he's not. I can't believe I'm out of time. But yes, Sean Strickland by submission round one. That's my prediction for that one. Round um, one submission? <laughs> yes, I didn't even explain that. I didn't even get to explain that. <laughs> I didn't even get to explain that. I went on a rant. I'm sorry. But yes, that is my prediction for that. Um, okay. Co-main event time. Uh, Volkanovski, Max Holloway, the trilogy. In many people's minds, the score is one-to-one, although officially it is two-nothing Volkanovski. Hunter, who is the featherweight champion at the end of the night? By the way, for viewers at home right now, we're doing two minutes for championship yes. pounds. So two minutes to explain here. But yep. I don't know if I would need the whole thing. So okay. I think I have Max Holloway winning this time around. Um, I do think he won the second fight. And I think he's too durable to get put out by Volkanovski. Simple as that. Max Holloway has never been knocked down his entire MMA career, yet has six losses to his record. That, that tells you one thing. He never gets beat. He runs out of time. Yeah. Um, I think Max Holloway is not going to run out of time this time. I think he knows how important this fight is. Both fighters are looking to move up to lightweight if they both win. You know, they're going to go ch- take on the champion. So I think Max Holloway's in the right mindset. I think he needs to, I think he knows what he needs to do. Um, I think he's going to put that jab in his face the entire fight, the entire fight. I'll be surprised if there's 30 seconds of no striking, you know. I think Max Holloway is so good at the volume end. And I think Volkanovski is going to be a little bit too flat-footed to deal with Max Holloway. I think Max Holloway, and here's here's the kicker right here. Here's what's going to get everyone. Okay. I think Max Holloway wins by submission in round five. I think Max Holloway showed some good ground game against Yair Rodriguez in his last fight. Fight, excuse me. I think Max Holloway um, hurts Volkanovski, but not enough to put him down and out. But enough to put him down, Max Holloway then gets control of the back and gets the rear naked choke. Boom, Max Holloway and new. I'm sorry, did I just hear this right? Are you saying Max Holloway is going to submit Alexander Volkanovsky because he did okay on the ground against Yair Rodriguez? Am I, am I hearing this right? He wants yeah. to your time, by the way. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No one's going to spend my makeup here, Jack. You're telling me against a striker in Yaya Rodriguez, you're going to back Max Holloway's ground game over a guy. Rodriguez is a fighting Brazilian jiu jitsu. Don't sleep on him. Come on. Okay. Hunter, this is madness, man. You know this is madness. <laughs> um, I, with respect, I actually disagree with the boss man again. I think it is going to be Volkanovsky. And it's quite simple. We've seen the story told two times. What makes you think it's going to be different in third? Max Holloway's had two chances, and quite frankly, he hasn't got the job done two times. Now, yes, the second fight, I know it's arguable, but it still wasn't clear enough, you know, to absolutely take the belt from Volk. Quite frankly, I don't see enough that um, tells me that this belt's going to change hands. And the other thing that really puts it in Volk's favor for me as well is everything he's done since the second Holloway fight. We look at the Ortega fight and we look at the Korean zombie fight. Look at how impressive Volkanovski was. His grind game, 
the ability to survive when he's fighting someone superior to him. And the fact that he knocked out the Korean zombie, hint, zombie from Korea. He didn't knock him out. The ref stopped it. He was on his feet. Really? You're going to split hers, Hunter? Really? I am, because you said he didn't win the second fight. The Korean zombie doesn't get knocked out. He gets Yeah, he doesn't get knocked out. He gets finished. He doesn't get knocked out. Yeah. Alex, if you're ever watching this, this is what I'm up against. (laughs) I'm doing my job. I'm doing the best thing. But no, I think it's going to be a really good fight. Um, I think this is the first fight we will see ever that Max Holloway is actually desperate to win. I think that mindset is going to really affect how this plays out. But honestly, I don't see what Max can do differently that he would have done in the first two fights. I really don't. Yes, he can go and jab him, but he did that in the first two fights. Yes, he can he can push the pace. He would have done it already, Volk and still. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. Uh, and honestly, I think they, these are the best featherweights on the planet. And it's not oh, even, and they've been no, the best no featherweights comparison. on the planet. I'm a big believer that Max won the second fight. And I, I still think he should, he should have won that. However, the reason I agree with Keelan here is because of what Volkanovsky has done since then. Every single time he fights, he looks better. He looks more improved. He's so well-rounded. Um, I think this is going to be another close fight. I think this can be another decision. I think it might come down to the fifth round again. Um, however, the reason I give Volk it, I think is because he's learned how to really use his power advantage. Cause he's a lot more power than a lot of these guys. And I think he'll be able to step in, mix in the leg kicks. And I'm thinking he might have a similar performance to that of Dustin Poirier that he had against Max Holloway. I really don't think the wrestling is going to be that big of a deal because I think Max Holloway is so good to Hunter's credit on the ground and in the grappling. Um, and Volkanovsky, same thing. I don't think Volkanovsky, if he didn't tap to Ortega, he's not tapping to anybody. So I think decision, Volkanovsky, main reason I think that is because the leg kicks and the power of Volkanovsky, I think it's just going to be the one little thing to sway the scorecards towards him. Um, But going to be a great fight, and I'm looking forward to it. Definitely, I think, the people's main event of this card. Um, Okay, guys. With that, we've reached this point. It is main event time. Um, Jared Cannonier, Israel Adesanya, to cap off UFC 276 and this great podcast episode. Hunter, who is the middleweight champ? Uh, my time has started, by the way, boys. Okay. I'm going to show you right now. I'm going to spend my time thanking everyone for watching. Um, yeah. This is a fantastic episode yeah. we've done so far. Yeah. I really like a lot of the picks you guys have made, even if oh, I yeah. don't agree with them all. But in all seriousness, I do think Israel Adesanya <laughs> wins this fight. Um, it's really difficult for me to find a reason that Jared wins. I mean, you guys can go watch the keys keys to success for Jared Cannonier episode. My arguments weren't exactly too. Uh, I thought they were good, yeah. but they're a little bit too unrealistic to do in this case. Cause I think Israel Adesanya is the best striker the UFC has right now. And in that, if they're both going to stay in the feet is he has the clear advantage in my opinion, if they want to go to the grounds, I think they nullify each other. They're both not really ground fighters. So yeah, I got, I got Israel Adesanya went in, I'm going to go around three TKO. Yep, guys, I'm also on the clock. And like Hunter, I would also like to thank you very much for watching. I'd like to remind you to subscribe, like the episode, comment, all that good stuff. We appreciate you. We're always glad that you watch. And yes, we're happy to have you here. So, yeah, mine's different, all right? It's a different version, okay? Don't bully me for it. Um, no, um, Hunter's right. He just is. You know, I, I can't argue it, even though I like being argumentative. I can't. 
And um, the thing with Jared Cannonier, the only way he wins this fight is by fighting like Yoel Romero in the first round and Jan Blahovic all the way through two through five. Honestly, I don't think he's I don't think he's a good enough fighter to do it. He would have to land early, crack Izzy hard, and then pray that he gets Izzy's respect and then basically beat him up for the next few rounds. I don't think that's gonna happen. Izzy is just levels above and striking. There is no doubt about that. Even if it comes to a clinch game, I think Izzy's knees and elbows would just piece up Cannoneer. And when it comes to the ground, I don't think we even need to talk about that because that's just not gonna happen, period. Is Israel Adesanya is going to walk out the middleweight champion? The only question remains is what method? Now, personally, it's either going to be a late stoppage or a decision. It's not going to be in the first three rounds. Adesanya is going to be very conscious and respectful of Cannoneer's power, so he's not going to do anything crazy in the first few rounds. He's going to tap him with some leg kicks, maybe a jab and a hook here or there. And from round four onwards, I think he's really going to push the pace, see what Cannoneer has left, and then punish him thereon. So Israel Adesanya will retain. It'll be either a fourth or fifth round stoppage or a decision, but those are my predictions. Jack? Rhymed us off. Love it. Love it. Um, I mean, no surprise here. I agree with you guys. I think Israel Adesanya, I agree with you, Andre. I think he probably is the best striker in MMA right now. Um, I, I just, he's so well-rounded and he can win it anywhere. This is what we were talking about. The, the Jared, literally the last podcast, we did keys to win for Jared Cannonier. And like what we said was accurate, but you have to use those keys and you have to fight. Jared Cannonier has to fight the perfect fight to stand a chance, not even to win. He has to fight the perfect fight to be competitive against Israel Adesanya. Israel Adesanya is, is taller, longer, better on the feet. It, I really predict a similar fight to the Paulo Costa fight coming in this one. I really think so, except for maybe just a little longer because Jared Kinnear is just such a scary dude. Like, and, and, he, and he will come forward a little bit more, I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, I think Israel Adesanya gets it done in, with the TKO round four is where I'm going to go. Uh, I could see round three as well, to be fair. But I think especially cardio-wise, I think Jared Kinnear is going to be tested the further it goes. Um, look, my, 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 my litmus test fight for this, right? Not too long ago, and I mean not too long ago at all, Jared Kinnear fought Robert Whitaker and got completely outclassed on the feet. And Robert Whitaker has a size disadvantage to Jared Kinnear. Adesanya has a massive size and reach advantage. And if Robert Whitaker was able to do it, Israel Adesanya is probably the only other person that can match that and will be able to do it as well. So, yes, I agree with you guys. Israel Adesanya, knockout round four. Um, and real quick, guys, uh, so do you know why I'm not going to be the one that has to write an Instagram story and why all my picks are going to be the best ones, right? You know why? What? Why is that? Because if you want the facts, you listen to Jack. Mm. So I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. it was I, strong. Strong. I didn't I'm get to say my guys. catchphrase, so I'm yeah. just going to – you're not even going to touch it right you now. You got to do it. You got to do it. Hunter, hit them with it one time. Let's go. It. It's a ritual. I have to do it. The boss says. Goes. That was beautiful. Oh, I felt that. I felt the earth shake here. I like that. Guys, we need to make that a t-shirt, actually, because that would actually look pretty good. <laughs> cool. But um, yeah, I, I think we're I think we're all coming from a pretty sensible place here, even though we disagree in some picks, some we agree on. However, I'm not writing an Instagram caption for this. I'm not. I'm <laughs> not. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna be superior for once. I'm not gonna have to listen to Hunter uh. says catchphrase on Monday or Jack's catchphrase on Monday. And do you know why? Do you know why 
this is the case. Because when you want to know where it is at, you come to the Mac. There we go. I love it. We all, need, we all need t-shirts with our catchphrase yeah. on it. That's what we should do and get like an MMA Island logo like in the corner and have our... I'll, I'll tell you what, guys. Yeah. Next time we have one of these these specials where we pick, we need to do we'll it just have the two losers pitch in to buy a shirt for the catchphrase. Oh, we should totally do that. We should totally do that. Yeah. You know what? Next, next time yeah. we do it. Not yeah. this time, though. Not this okay. time because we've already made our gentleman agreement. Yeah. So We made our agreement. Um, guys, tweet our boss and get him to buy his t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> well... I know that uh, Keelan and Hunter have kind of already stolen the end with their Adesanya <laughs> Cannon ear picks, but I want to thank all of you as always for listening to the podcast. Make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. You can listen to it everywhere, literally everywhere, including iTunes and Spotify. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at MMA.Island and check out our website, MMAIslandNot.net. Thank you everyone so much for listening. Thank you guys. Thanks everyone. <laughs>